Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From the WEEI Studios. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. The home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. An Odyssey station. One can't help but be positive. And Newton! The other can't help but be negative. Bleep you, you bleeping bleepity bleep. The only thing they seem to agree on is that they can barely agree on anything. Blah, blah, blah. I'm Andy Hart. Uh, I'm not happy yeah. about this. It's sports radio for the passionate fan. What's up, Nick? And grumpy dad in all of us. That is just so stupid. Fitzy and Hart. Yes, I've been listening, Andy. On Boston Sports Original. I like the way Andy Hart does it. Might have Nick just take over. W-E-E-I. Hour number three, setting up the back nine of today's Fitzy and Hart program on WEEI 93.7 FM, Boston Sports Original, and all across the WEEI Sports Radio Network. Give us a call if you want, 617-779-7937. The text line is open for biz at 37937, and the socials at WEEI, at Fitzy, GFY, and at Jumbo Hart. Making sure I fulfill my promise to empty those loaded phones because we don't want anyone else holding and getting too fired up for 50 minutes and then needing to jump off the boat and take a swim like Danny from Quincy. That guy's such a fraud. I love Danny. Here we go. Back to the phones. Nick from Dover. What's up, Nick? Hey, you didn't have to make a promise, Fitzy. I knew you would have put me on. But hey, I'm not going to call in always, from one Nick to another. Because some of these guys... Some of these guys that are calling, and especially John that opened it earlier, and then you, you had another caller right behind him that was just ripping on, on, on the Pats, and he's not a, that, those aren't Patriots fans. Um, if you if you really felt that way about Tom leaving, then you're not a Patriots fan. And I can say I'm not I'm not to, I'm not calling to Rick Brady. I, I, I appreciate what he did here. I think personally, Bloodsoe would have won those first two Super Bowls, but. I know one thing, if Brady had taken that lick that Bledsoe did, he would have been a permanent Uggs model or, or a mattress uh, salesman or something, whatever, whatever else he's got going on. And the, uh, the fact that people can't get behind a team just because the guy that left four years ago isn't here is, 
does not does not qualify them as a Pats fan. Um, I just wanted to say I uh, I love the show today. Good callers, and uh, and I'm, I'm glad to get in. Thank you, Fritzy, for putting me on. I'll I'll I'll, sh- I'll shut up and listen now. All <laughs> right, thank you very much for the time, Nick. Appreciate it. Shut up and in. listen instead of hanging up and listening. I like it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know. Hang up and hang up and listen is the name of an excellent uh, sports podcast from NPR, and of course, it's a classic sports radio caller tra- trope, if you will, as well. Um, um, I'm not I've sure just... if Bledsoe would have won with those, and I think Tom Brady may have been able to take that hit. I wouldn't wish that hit from Mo Lewis on anyone because we saw it almost ended. A big, tall, strong, tough man who had been through a hell of a lot in his at that point nine year pro career, like Drew Bledsoe. Um, but again, I don't think he would have necessarily won those Super Bowls were he the starter as well because there was just a little something about that guy Brady and again more layers more uh more twists and turns more getting lost in the maze of feelings that has grown like mint or kudzu since Tom Brady left town Andy yeah I think all of this can be um pared down to a simple question that is interpreted in many different ways Tom or team and it, I think for Tom over the years, he was team, team, team. And then he started to look out for Tom. And I think that was part of the end in New England. I think for years and for years, for years, Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick did everything for Tom because he was the centerpiece of the team until he started to question whether Tom was still the centerpiece of the team and whether Tom was invested in the team or in Tom. And I think a lot of fans have had to decide Tom or team am I am I a Belichick guy a Patriot guy the uniform what is remaining here or is my heart with Tom in Tampa Bay down there so this this whole Tom versus team I think at some point personally my perspective is Tom started to worry more about Tom than team and he did care about stats and he did care about his say and his role and his happiness not you know the classic Belichickian quote like being on a team means doing what's best for the team, even if it's not best for you individually. I don't think Tom believed that anymore. Tom believed I am the team. I'm above the team. I am Tom Brady. So I think Tom versus team is the problem, and I think still people are torn thinking about Tom versus thinking about their team that was left in the wake of Tom's departure. And uh, I don't know if you noted it, that uh, Tom Brady expected to return to the Bucks maybe as soon as tomorrow, uh, their coach noted shortly after the uh, the tweet from Adam Schefter so that's big of him he's going to return to his team in training camp after taking week or 10 days off one that AB didn't care for if you saw his tweets last week oh he was none too pleased with that in any way shape or form uh yes I did note that earlier in the program amazing that Tom Brady is going to finally make his way back to the team after said mysterious disappearance the unexplained absence which of course to us remains unexplained but uh, uh, the team says that they expected it. They had long since understood and had excused it, and it was sort of contractually drawn up, et cetera, et cetera. Whatever the case was, it's all still a mystery to me. But that's something I really don't want to go down the wormhole of or get too deep into the weeds because whether it's family-related, with his own family, with his uh, with his parents, uh, if he's on vacation, if he's filming a movie, if he's in The Masked Singer, uh, if he's spelunking in caves in Romania, I don't care. That I really don't care about. That I, I do. only have enough, part of the only have enough emotional equity to be able to share on a certain number of subjects, both as a sports radio host as well as just a human being myself. And uh, where Brady is, eh, 
Do you really care that much, Andy? I do, because I think it's part of the fraudulency of Tom Brady. It's the, I give ah. up my... I give up my life to compete. You better be willing up to give up yours. <laughs> I mean, most of my life. Now watch I me mean, throw this pass while wearing a $5,000 sweater on a $100,000 mahogany boat to a Danny Amendola cone right. in Monaco. And and I give up most of my life, not necessarily OTAs per se. And I got some things I got to do. I can't make it those days. And not necessarily all of training camp. I got them, some things I need to do. And I do want to say, I am believing crapsheet. And the reports that say this was not a medical emergency, this has nothing to do with his parents or anything like that. Because I think we all agree, if that's the case, then take all the time you need, right? But if this is just some weirdness of his retirement slash his family slash his wife or business, I'm not okay with it. I don't think anybody in that locker room should be okay with it. I think guys should roll their eyes the next time Tom Brady says, I'm just one of the guys and I'm just here to commit to winning. I would just roll my eyes and walk away. The next caller up for bids here on Sports Caller Showdown. We got Kevin in Providence. What's up, Kevin? Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, I just wanted a couple quick uh, Brady takes, uh, the post-Brady era. era. Um, First, I was thinking about how I felt when Tom Brady went on that 2020 run with Tampa Bay, and I kind of liken it to watching a pitcher on the Kansas City Royals throw a no-hitter. You know, you're in, in it for the spectacle, but you don't, you're not really rooting for the pitcher, if that makes any sense. It does, actually. You, you, as a sports fan, you can appreciate the greatness of the accomplishment, but it doesn't register emotionally because you are not invested. That's not your team. So it's like, oh, that's really cool. I'm glad that I watched that. But it, the next morning you don't wake up with that the same joy, the same sort of uh, tingles that we used to get when he did it for our team. Yeah, and you get a little bit of it because, it, you know, he used to be your guy, you know. But, but yeah, it was really just about the spectacle of watching him accomplish something that nobody else had accomplished. Um, and the other point I wanted to make is just that how uh, New England fans reacted to Brady going to Tampa. And I think really the, the thing that hurt the most was, you know, that Bill Belichick and uh, Kraft didn't have a plan B. I feel like if Mac Jones was part of the 2020 draft class, and everybody to hang their hat on that. We think we might have our next guy. You know, it's, he's probably not Brady, but we have somebody to look for for the future. But knowing to let Brady walk with literally nobody behind, no no plan behind him. I mean, Cam Newton fell into their laps. That was even a travesty. Uh, I, I think that's what really drove some of that vitriol as well. Yeah, phone's breaking up a little bit there, Kev, so we got to let you go. But thanks for hanging on, and uh, appreciate you sharing some of your Sunday with us and the opinions as well. Yeah, that's always – Andy, I don't think I've ever gotten your full opinion or take on that. What do you really think was the plan? Or did they ha- – you know what, actually? Let's pause that. Let's trend. We'll pay the bills. When we come Ooh, back, tease. I'd like to hear your – I want. I want to know, what do you really think was the plan? Or were they not prepared because they never thought he – would leave in the first place. We'll get to that. Got a few more calls coming up. We'll mix in a couple takes on the Sox, some Celtics. We'll do some roster breakdowns. Ah, it's all here. We got a little bit more and then some this, that, the other, your mother. It's all on the table here on Fitzy and Hart, hour number three on WEEI. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Here's what's trending now on WEEI and WEEI.com. The Sox beat the O's last night 4-3. Christian Arroyo carried the bats. He had three hits and a ribeye. Doogie continues his heater. Pair of hits and a ribeye. Kike Hernandez, welcome back. 
He smacked a two-run ding-dong in the sixth down the left field line that drove in a pair of runs. Michael Waka continues to be the diamond in the 2022 rough for Heim Bloom. Five and two-thirds scoreless innings, 86 innings on the season with an ERA below 2.3. Tremendous effort once again in his two starts coming off of the IL. The Sox wrap up their three-game series with the Orioles tonight. First pitch set for 7-10 from Williamstown, Pennsylvania, home of the Little League World Series. You can catch the pregame show with Rob Bradford at 6 p.m. right here on the Shaw's and Star Market, WEEI, Red Sox Network. Of course, the Red Sox made no ground in the wild card chase. They are still five games behind the Tampa Bay Rays, who also won yesterday that elusive final wild card spot. And if the Red Sox had actually done something with their past six weeks, they might actually be back in the AL East hunt overall as the Yankees have lost. Get this, folks. Those Yankees that were streaking towards the greatest record in the history of baseball, 15 of their last 19, Andy. You just, like if that may be sad as it is, Schadenfreude may be the only true joy we as baseball fans get out of this season. Ugh. Loserville. Now we're, we're taking joy in the losing of others. Ugh. Losers. Man, now I, now I know what it feels like to be a Jets fan. I'm going to go take yeah. a shower during this break. Let me hurry up with the rest of trending. Patriots news. Rookie wide receiver Tyquan Thornton is set to miss possibly eight to ten weeks, according to a report from Jeff Howe of The Athletic and Rap Sheet as well. He's got a fractured clavicle. Uh, who knows exactly when he'll come back. It depends on his healing time as well. A really rough break for the second-round rookie out of Baylor who showed some flashes of promise and potential in training camp, joint practices, and, of course, the two preseason games before he was injured. The Patriots are on their way to Las Vegas for joint practices with Josh McDaniels Raiders, who we learned last night Tom Brady was set to almost play for just two years ago alongside Rob Gronkowski in a package orchestrated by Dana White until John Gruden blew it up. The final Patriots preseason game is this Friday from Vegas at 8.15 p.m. The Revs lost last night 4-zip to CF Montreal. They are 8-10-8 on the season. Their next match is set for August 28th versus the LA Galaxy. And in the main event of UFC 278, where the Gronk Watch Party brought out the Dana White-Tom Brady Las Vegas story, a massive head kick in the fifth round from Leon Edwards shocked the world, delivering a TKO on Kamaru Usman to become the UFC welterweight champion. If you haven't seen it, Take thee to the Twitter, watch the kick. I'm not sure if I'd let the kids watch, and then enjoy the Joe Rogan memes and reactions that follow. That's what's trending now on WEEI and WEEI.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. WEI. We are right back to Fitzy and Hart. Streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Wow, of all the songs to come back to, interesting that we would have a little run to you, which is what it seems like Pats fans want to do to Tom Brady as we go through the emotional pretzel of the Raiders news and everything else that's gone on. Who sang this one, Andy? This is a great 80s banger right here. Ario Speedwagon. Ooh. Okay, you can hang. No, don't hang up because I don't want to do the show by myself. Till three, I'm happy but. to. <laughs> Brian Adams. Oh, I know Brian Adams. That's uh, personally? No. Just heard of him. <laughs> On the great album, I believe the uh I believe it was I think Reckless was the was the album. I think that uh, that followed up the uh, great Cuts Like a Knife. Big uh big Brian Adams fan I was for a while. Great okay, thanks for yes ending that one as well, Andy. Appreciate that. I also. got no interest in talking about Brian Adams. Oh, Didn't right, he sing the job. soundtrack to Robin Hood with uh Yes, you big on there that? you go. Okay, see, I did have something to contribute. See, there you go. Everything I do, I do it for you. Of course, that's Everything exactly how the show I goes do. as well. Uh, let's go to uh, let's wrap what up Bill said talk. about Tom for twenty years. Exactly. See, look at you going full circle. See, the the quick conversation about Brian Adams was warranted after all. Nice job, Andy. Uh, let's dust up those callers real quick. Bobby from Cambridge, what do you got, my man? You went to Stephen Fall River, which is a very good move. Oh, it's Stephen Fall River on line three. How about that? Surprise, surprise. Danny had Danny had no point. Danny had no point. Okay, he doesn't like uh, Tom Brady. It doesn't matter if he's a phony or wasn't a phony. Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick and Bob Kraft didn't want him anymore. It's hard to believe they didn't want him for the money because we were looking at it at the same time. But it, it's not irrational that they had to move on from him. They had a plan. You guys keep forgetting the plan. The plan was Jared Flippin' Stidham. Stop saying he didn't have a plan. Either that or he was lying to us. But Jared Stidham's stock was so high, it was higher than any bubble stock you could think of. It was, high, it was higher than PetFood.com in 1999, Okay. Okay. It's very, it was very high. They went to him. Okay, it's a disaster. They didn't now when his when the Brady had this team, it was garbage. He got twelve wins. They lost in the playoffs. Now, as soon as they lost, 
Glenn Audrey was still on the radio. I don't know what you were doing in there. I don't remember what you said. He's all done. He's not, you know, he might be the 15th best. He might be this, he might be that. I called and said there were two plays in that game that tell you Tom Brady was not lost, and they were within three plays of each other in the late second quarter. He threw a laser over the middle to a wide-open Ben Watson. Think about that, how sick that is. I have to stop every time I say it. What's Ben Watson even doing on a football field in 2018, especially with the Patriots? Doinks off his hand. A couple of plays later, he's got Neil Harry there, makes a nice cut. Too bad he stumbles. Brady puts it right on a dime. The cornerback gets in because Nikhil Harry can't run a, a, a route. That's the whole thing in an essence. His arm wasn't weak. His arm wasn't bad. If you, if you wanted to move on from that's one thing. But we have to take ownership here of what we were saying, Andy. Yes. Now, we said a lot of things about this uh, Patriots run. And really, it's one dynasty. It's 01 to 04. We had 10 years of nothing. Why do we have 10 years of nothing with a 27 to 30, a 26 to 36 year old Tom Brady? Takes a lot of stupidity. Did you say uh, 10 Tom, years of nothing? Whoa, whoa, whoa. 10 years of nothing? A, whoa, 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 whoa. We won a three out of four Super Bowls. How many right. did we win in the intervening 10 years? Oh, How so many? going to the Super Bowl is um, nothing. I just wanted to make sure that going to a Super Bowl is nothing. Okay. You can, you can, you can try to blunt three out of four and zero to 10. But I don't think you can. It takes okay, a lot of stupidity. We'll just it disagree. We'll just have to agree I mean, to disagree. I think it's an accomplishment okay. to go to the Super Bowl. I think it's an accomplishment well, to go to the Super Bowl. After, well, let's, well it, it's, it's applicable now to what ha- what's happening now. After that Philadelphia Super Bowl, Romeo Cornell, Charlie Weiss, and Bill Belichick all hugged. You remember it. Yes, sir. The next season, we have what we're having now. We have Eric Mangenius, Mangenius, and a bunch of people on defense, and a bunch of people on offense. Were those the best choices circa 2005 to run the Patriots, to, to replace Charlie Weiss and Romeo Cornell? Absolutely not. So you didn't like and promoting had, from within? I, that's not what I said. I asked you if those were the most competent choices for the 2005 season. Of course they were. Of course there was better people around. But that's better the people the that Bill would happened. hire. So what happened in 05 when you, you changed all your coaching staff and you lost high law? The, uh, can we fast forward to a point here? Can we fast forward to a point here, Steve? Steve, Steve, thank you very much for the call. I I appreciate the time as always. Uh, We can only—I mean, do you? That seems disingenuous, Fitzy. Hold on, as much time as we have uh, to be able to reminisce, and we've been doing a lot of that and trying to parse through. I won't say the wreckage or the rubble, but just the remnants, if you will, of the past couple of years and the past couple decades as well. This is not wormhole radio where we're just going to narrow cast on certain topics. For so long, I always appreciate Steve's passion. I can definitely do a couple of minutes of the two of you giving each other, as that referee famously said, the business and having uh, a spirited back and forth. But it gets to a certain point where we just no, it doesn't get continue. to a certain point. That's the problem. There is no certain point when you get Steve. All right, so back to what I said when I teased before we hit the trend, Andy, and he said it was uh, you know JFS Jarrett freaking Stidham. What do you think when the Patriots decided to let him go? What do you think, or if he decided, I'm going to consciously uncouple from you, regardless of what you guys think or what you're offering me, what do you really think the plan was? I mean, that is still kind of a mystery to me. Did they really think we're going to go with the second-year, fourth-round hurler out of Auburn who 
people had expressed doubt over and that he may have not uh, been able to recapture the glory that he had in a couple of those games his junior year playing for Gus Malzone in Auburn. Was Stidham really the plan? No, I think the plan was for Brady to lose the game of chicken that they were playing organizationally with him and be the quarterback. I, I firmly believe that Bill never really thought Tom would do it, rip the Band-Aid off and walk away. Um, I think he, Robert probably didn't think he'd do it either, uh, the Kraft family. And so I don't th- like. I think they may have had some uh, affinity for Stidham. Certainly we're seeing that in Vegas. Josh McDaniels traded for Jarrett Stidham. Still had some value to him and he was here he was part of the decision and the process and the retooling and the reaction to Brady leaving but my 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 gut always told me they thought Tom would crack that Tom didn't have it in him to walk away from them and they were wrong yeah they were I think I I too think that was the plan and then they were left to sort of kind of pick up the pieces like at that point it was oh so you oh you're really leaving Wow, like as detailed in Jeff Benedict's excellent book, The Dynasty, it was a surprise. The hug-free, yep. start-of-COVID, tear-filled evening between Brady and Robert Kraft, it was kind of jar. like, I think I'm going to do this. I can't believe you're doing this. This is happening. Wow, we can't even properly say goodbye. And then, you know, here we are, still talking about it two and a half years later. I wonder, and, you know, a lot of this has to do with that Stephen A. Smith audio from earlier in the week where, he said Belichick looks worse every day that Brady continues to play in the league and play at a high level, especially if Belichick continues to struggle. I mean, that's a, a fairly obvious point. I couldn't believe that we decided to go back down there again this week, but here we are in the middle of a beautiful Sunday talking the same thing. That Stephen A. Smith sort of said that, and we go we go back down we go back down that hole. I wonder, Andy, if the Bill Belichick legacy is now going to go from having an addendum of he's the one who let Tom Brady go or he had to rebuild the roster and tried to win games and how let's see how far he was able to go after Tom Brady left and of course had the success he had to now it's going to have like a paragraph in his bio like do you know do you know what I mean like how much more significant is the departure of Brady going to be in the legacy the biography the history of Bill Belichick as football innovator football coach and coach of the Patriots I don't think it is at all um, okay. I think I think history remembers your accomplishments, not your subsequent failures or shortcomings or anything like that. And Bill Belichick has six Super Bowl rings leading the Patriots to an unprecedented dynasty. And I don't think anyone, not even him, making bad decisions can take that away from him. I mean, you, you look no further. Don Shula. People will say it. Certainly detractors will say it, just like they can choose to bring up Spygate or Deflategate. Like, you can choose what... But the reality is we are generally very simplistic and we just look at who won, who has the titles. And I think that's what history will remember. And people will remember him as one of the greatest coaches in the history of the game because of his accomplishments. John's in the car. He's got a different take on Dana White from previous callers and social media types. John, what's up, man? Hey, what's up? I just want to say uh, it's it's always not a pleasure to listen to the president of the uh, Ron Voyages family, but uh, always a pleasure to listen to you guys. Uh, I greatly <laughs> appreciate your insight. Andy, I just want to clear the air on something. When oh. I call you hard of heart, I, that's like a, a line of appreciation. I do think that uh, that you're one of those good football hardos. I, you know, I well, do appreciate your, your Thank you, because I, I actually consider myself a bit of a hardo, so I, it's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
Uh, hey, so uh, the only person I think that lies more than Tom Brady in that, like, 90 to 10 percent, and I, I know this for a fact being an MMA fan, is uh, Dana White. Like, I don't believe a thing that comes out of his mouth at all, <laughs> ever, like, any time, whatever he says. Like, usually I think there's the opposite is going to happen. Now, sometimes I, what I do is I look at what he says and I say, okay, what probably happened? And Dana, probably one night when he was, uh, you know, uh, had something going on, was like, hey, Tom, you know be great? I'm going to get you and Gronk to come to the, the Raiders. I love the Raiders. They're my team. I love those guys. They love me. I'm going to work out this play. I'm going to get you here. We're going to work on a Super Bowl. The heck with the Crafts and the Patriots. You're going to come here. It's going to be great. And then he went to the Raiders, and they're like, yeah, we can't swing that. Hmm. Like, that, I mean, that's what I see in, ter- in terms of probable or possible. Because, like, that's what Dana is. He's, like, an ego, egomaniacal. Like, that's why he loves Tom. Like, they're both ego-driven guys. Which is, you know, that's what he likes. That's cool. But, he's also yeah, a promoter. I don't believe Dana White. Yeah, right. He's, like, he's, yeah, he's, he's a promoter. He's a, slightly more, he's a slightly more believable Boston sports-loving uh Don, you know, Don King's job, you know, was apparently to be a criminal as well. I believe as a... Don King more than I believe Dana White. Like, wow. even down to the whole story about, like, Whitey Bulger was coming after him. Like, Whitey Bulger didn't care lick what Dana White was doing. Like, on that whole, that, that story is made up. Yeah, I mean, that's my point. I don't believe him at all. So, okay, I think that's anything fair. that you should, you should, that he says should be taken with a grain of salt. But I do think there's some truth to it. Now, his appreciate his the call, John. Thank it, you. There's Thank certainly you. a possibility. Uh, if, Andy, if you're Hardo, can I be try so we can be the the try Hardo show? But you don't try. It's not fair. You're torn. That's I, I, honest to God. Dude, I just want to put a banana in the. Oh, that's pot. well done, Thank Jackson. You, Jackson. There Thank we go. All rim right. Shot. Woo. I'm gonna put a banana in your tailpipe one day. That's not. Cool. You will leave go my ahead. tailpipe alone. <laughs> go ahead. Care for that? Um, no, but D- Dana White is a promoter. He, he loves the attention that the Gronk cast gets at last night because this isn't UFC fight attention. This is general attention, right? Mass media talking about him, his broadcast, his organization. He is loving the attention right now. And I certainly think there's a possibility. Maybe the Raiders were interested in Tom and maybe there were negotiations. And hell, all I know, maybe Tom calls Dana White and says, listen, I'm in negotiations with the Raiders, was wondering What's it like to live in Vegas? Where would I live? You know, you got any neighborhoods that Giselle and I should check out? Where are the best mansions? And then Dana White takes credit for something that maybe isn't really all that much of his. And then Gruden, it ends up falling apart, whatever, and he blames Gruden. So uh, my guess is there is um, some truth to this story and certainly some fluffing up or self-promotion from Dana White in this story as well. It does seem kind of crazy that Dana White would have been the middleman like the, you know, not the agent, but sort of like the manager or the underground guy with his connection to UFC that the craft zone, his longstanding friendship with the craft family and his uh, standing in the organization respected by crafts, Belichick's, et cetera, to be the guy like, hey, listen, I know you guys weren't ready for Brady to leave. I'm actually going to try to help him get to Vegas because if I can raise the Raiders value and the Vegas value, it's going to benefit you. It's like. How would that that would have been the most awkward or bizarre conversation if it ever took place? Oh, and I'm going to bring Gronk, by the way. And now, like, if there's any if there's any truth to this, like which which there might be. I know John and probably many other UFC fans who aren't Dana White fans 
may not believe him as far as they could throw him, and chances are because he's a heavy guy and works out a lot, you can't throw him very far. So if they don't believe him and there's not that much validity to it, like you said, he's a hype man. He's supposed to get his business himself and the people surrounded with him in the news all the time. But if there is truth to it, what do you think the fallout may be over the next week? And how much do you think Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick, who are on their way to Las Vegas now for, as our pal Andrew Callahan just tweeted out, practices Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, 945, 845, and 845 a.m., the joint practices with the Raiders. There's going to be media availabilities. How do you think Bill Belichick's going to feel about answering those questions this week? My guess, Rosie, just peachy AF. Well, he'll he'll answer it once with, I'm just focused on the team. Yeah, we're just focused on the team. Like, he's not going to answer anything. Like, he's, yeah, he's well beyond answering things. We've learned that over. I mean, hell, he told <clears> people <throat> asking about the freaking you know, play calling to... Don't worry about it. So we know Bill's not going to answer questions about the 2020 offseason. Don't and free worry agency about and Raiders. it. <laughs> I'm more interested if there's anything coming out of Raiders land. Do they deny it? Does John Gruden deny it? They're sort of, according to a source, the story Dana White told, not true. Like you could get some of those. And I'd be interested in those as we start to try to figure out what is true, what isn't true. And what's uh, what's uh, BS spun by a great self promoter. Yeah, who's going to be able to get to John Gruden, though, at this point? Has anyone heard anything from him aside from, like, one statement saying that he denies the allegations against him that were levied, which cost him his job a while back that brought in pit boss Richie? Well, let me give you another example. Maybe not John Gruden. Maybe Mike Mayock says that, you know, no chance that was ever going to happen, although he may not have actually been there yet. When did he arrive in? Mayock with the Raiders? He was not an No, Mayock was there in 2019. He had to deal with the whole Antonio Brown... Grandma, I'm free. Oh, yeah, you're right. He was. In the hot so air he balloon routine. So maybe Mayock gets it out there because Mayock is dabbling. I mean, we saw him at Patriots camp a week ago just hanging out watching. So he has contacts. There will be uh, there will be some reports as to the validity of this story that will come out from the Vegas end or the Raiders end or it will come from somewhere. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number few more minutes to go on hour number three then we got one more hour to go we're going to talk some pats roster when we come back on fitzy and hart here on weei now with the mlb app you can get baseball your way pick your favorite team your favorite players and get customized highlights stories and breaking news right on your home feed follow the action with game tip where 3d replays add another dimension plus notifications can keep you connected to every pitch every hit every game the MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. You're listening to Fitzy and Hart on Boston Sports Original. WEI. Last week you described the uh, process of um, finding an offensive play caller. You said you were in the middle of a process. Uh, it looked like Matt Patricia was calling all the plays tonight. Would you describe that process uh, for something someone complete at this point? No, it's still a process. A little Imagine Dragons natural from last night's show at Fenway Park, which I had the pleasure of attending, thanks to our friends at Big 103. 
along with members of the Hart household. Some actual hits at Fenway Park, Hart. It was a great time. How waka waka. <laughs> As always, great show. All right, Jackson, easy. You got a heavy hand on the rim shot right there, just like I do with the dad jokes and the quick puns. I got it. I got it already. I love, but I wanted to play that clip. I love that uh, the insight that we've been brought by Bill Belichick with our natural curiosity at excuse me as football fans as well as local media as to the decision making process and why they're going about this unique uh play calling uh, play caller selection structure the big insight he gives us is no it's, it's a process. process it's a process well great so I mean, now we've turned into now it's now we've gone Oakland A's and Billy Bean Moneyball now we've gone Philadelphia 76ers it's a process. Let me guess. Uh, next, should we trust the process? Well, I, that was his uh, comment a couple weeks ago, was clearly the inference to trust the process, in which I always say you ask people to trust the process when they're not seeing the process actually work and lead to any success. That's when you ask them to trust, have faith. Uh, this week, it was more about misdirection. And I would argue uh, if his offense was as good at misdirection plays as he is, there would be a little more uh, fruit to their labors this summer. And... The whole thing about, you know, it's still a process. Did Matt Patricia call the plays all night? Well, he communicated them. Yeah, play calling, that's a whole nother thing. And then, oh, oh, so is that still you, Matt Patricia, and Joe Judge? No. Oh, so is it over? No, it's still a process. It's like, wait, what are we even talking about anymore? Because then Mac Jones comes to the podium and says, yeah, Matt Patricia's great. I really love what he's doing. He's gotten better in the role over the last couple weeks, and I really hope to work with him a long time. So clearly Matt Patricia is calling the plays. He's the play caller. Right. What so are we just, doing here? So just say that. Why do you have to continue to try to be clandestine, you know, obtuse, d- discreet and clandestine and obtuse with the sharing of or disseminating of information? If Mac Jones and other people are going to let it, is that going to get Mac Jones sent to Kendrick Bourne, North Korean Patriots player prison? No, quarterbacks don't get sent there. <laughs> When oh, you're the starting just, uh, quarterback, you're the starting quarterback. There's there's not much Bill can do because pretty sure he doesn't want to start Brian Hoyer or Bailey Zappi. No, from what we've seen so far, Hoyer is breaking case of emergency, and we're looking forward to you being a member of the coaching staff as well as opening uh, your own quarterback the camp or you know clinic or institution around here someday soon. He's as much uh, a coach, and I want him in the ear of Mac Jones more than I think I want Joe Judge anywhere near the ear of Mac Jones this year. And private first class Bailey Zappi, that's a nice little developmental project that we have right there. But again, fun to watch him run around for his life and sling it and learn on the job during the preseason. That's what kind of makes these hard seltzer games uh, watchable as they sometimes turn into second half audition slogs. But uh, no, I want to see Mac Jones for a full 17 games. And I think if you told Pats fans like right now, the only information I can share with you is... You don't make the playoffs this year. Okay, what's the one thing that you'll see this year that would put a smile on your Pats fan face? Mine, of course, I think would be the same as most Pats fans, which is I want to see Mac Jones elevate his game and continue to improve so I've got hope for the Foxborough future, correct? Yeah, that would be very high on the list. Probably, yeah, that'd be the highest on the list because the quarterback position is the most important position in football. Yes, that would be accurate. But can I throw a a 1B, and that would be... Watch Christian Barmore become the second coming of Richard Seymour slash Aaron Donald. I'd throw that pretty high on the list. Sure. I don't, insert name of 
dominant, ferocious, always to be accounted for, penetrating, quarterback mauling. You know, you want to say Richard Seymour, Reggie White, uh, Leonard Little, you, Michael, Br- I don't care. Who, and can pick one. I don't care. Any, any one of five, John Randall, fine. Whatever tackle that disruptive, dominating, uh, defensive lineman that always needs to be factored into the offensive game plan, yes. That'd be my 1B. And quickly maybe becoming 1C. How about Kyle Duggar? And let's quickly do a little risers and fallers on the roster before we flip the script to hour number four. How many times have you rewatched that play from Friday night where Kyle Duggar absolutely blew up the spot of Iki Iquanu, the very talented, ginormous left tackle of the Carolina Panthers? They run like a zone-wide left play, and Kyle Duggar snuffs it, sniffs it out, comes in, and a man who easily weighs about a good bill and a quarter more than him, Duggar does that heat-seeking missile thing he does, gets into this guy's space and blows him off his feet. The guy almost goes airborne. Like, these are the kinds of things that we're going to have to hold. If there are going to be some bumps, if there's going to be some developmental turbulence this year, Andy, it's things like that that we're going to see where we know, like, okay, this guy, this is 10 years. This is our new big bad safety. This is somebody who's in the Rodney Harrison neighborhood. I like this. These are guys I want to see around here for a long time. That may be what this year is about as much as anything else. Which is funny. It's kind of what the summer has been about. And I've been talking to you a lot about this over the course of camp as somebody who's down there and has to regurgitate every day everything that happens. And the big picture is, yes, the offense struggles. They're not looking very good, but... You're pulling away. Ah, this Tyquan Thornton, he's running some good routes. He looks good. Oh, Nelson Aguilar had a nice day. He looks better than he did last year. The, you're, those individual positives coming within a somewhat overly negative uh, general world. But I would say if if that's what this season becomes, that's a, that's a disappointment. Because I think they should be better than that. I think they should be above that. Especially... Year two, young quarterback. Year two of heavy free agent investment. Year two of a couple back-to-back good draft classes. I think your goals should be higher than individual accomplishments and one-offs. I think your goal is to be a competitive team, a good team, a mediocre team. Whatever is in that weird middle ground where you're not the Bills, you're not the, the the AFC West, Maybe you're not even the Bengals, the team that went to the Super Bowl last year, but that next tier and be, for example, Pittsburgh. Have you been, you know, we may get into a little bit of around the NFL, but this Kenny Pickett stuff, they're really excited about what Kenny Pickett is doing. Kenny Pickett might be the starter. You're in that same world as Pittsburgh. You're transitioning, post-quarterback, great coach, model franchise. There's a lot of similarities between the teams. And neither team measured up to the contenders a year ago, and neither team will likely measure up to the contenders this year. But are you moving in the right direction? And I think that's what you want to be looking for more than just simple, oh, this player looks good. He had a highlight. Kyle Duggar blew this guy up, which he did, by the way, and there's no excuse. He did not, like, blindside him or or, or anything. You see some of those that are cheap shots, that are crackback blocks or something. The guy never sees it coming. Or the chip block from the back who he doesn't really think he's going to hit him. This There was nothing cheap about this. So it's a legitimate play. But I do think the goals, while not necessarily contender, Super Bowl, that's not realistic. The goal should be in the conversation as late as possible in the year to steal a wild card. And anything below that, then I think you're talking about a disappointing bridge year. 
Yeah, anything anything more than a handful, you're risking a sprained tongue. Andy, give me uh, one other pleasant surprise from Friday night, another roster riser, and then give me one, not to play full Debbie Downer, but give me a recent disappointment who may or may not be struggling with a roster spot, uh, knowing full well that they have to cut it down to the 53 come August 30th. Well, one pleasant surprise, and I'm going to steal a term I heard somebody say in the press box, and I'm not sure who it was. I, I literally was sitting there, and I heard somebody just say, it's weird he never got here sooner. Ty Montgomery, he looks and sounds like a Patriot, whether it's the yes. <clears throat> excuse me hybrid nature of his position. He's a running back. He's a, he's a wide receiver. You don't know what he is. And then all, all he ever says is, I just want to play football. I just want to do my job. Whatever they ask me, I'm going to try to do it, blah, 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 blah. And he was out there. He helped jumpstart the team on that third drive when they end up with the big throw to mm-hmm. Nelson Aguilar. He punches the, the ball into the end zone. And then in this world where James White is now looking to get into the media, unfortunately, had to retire, they're looking for a guy that can fill some of that void. Mm-hmm. And Ty Montgomery looks like a guy that's going to be able to fill some of that void, even if they choose to do it differently. You know, their approach so far has been they stay on the field. The guys are getting opportunities to stay on the field on third down, whether it's Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, or Ty Montgomery. So it may not be the classic lead back, passing back role we've seen over the years, but Ty Montgomery looks like he's ready to contribute to this team. Um, I don't have, I don't. It's not one guy. Uh, my my negative would be I don't know what the hell's going on with the offensive line, and I think there are some real concerns there. Whether it's uh, Isaiah Wynn, Ference, and all these. Well, not even those low-level guys. I'm talking about the high-end guys like Trent Brown. I'm assuming they're putting in in bubble wrap and get to the regular season. But where is Isaiah Wynn? You don't have much backup tackle depth. You know, Yadni Kajus, can he take that third tackle role? Mike Onweno, he's got a bump out to tackle where some people think he should be playing all along. He's not a guard. If he's not at guard, who is at guard? James Ference, is he good enough to be a more regular player? Could he be the Ted Karras, a guy who you always thought was just a career backup that then you go, well, I guess if he has to start, maybe he is good enough. So the more and more we get closer to the regular season, I know I used to call it a house of cards. Now I'm just flat out worried that the offensive line is never going to be a cohesive five man unit. Which is at the cornerstone of having a productive offense, as we saw back in twenty eighteen. The one thing we could count on as Gronk had health issues and Brady had some connectivity issues with the receivers and Edelman was managing injuries and Hogan wasn't the same and Dola made his way to Miami. A healthy offensive line always kept him in a game and gave him the best chance to win and of course shoved the ball down the throats of the Chargers and the Chiefs and ultimately the Rams in the Super Bowl. I couldn't agree with you more. I had my concerns about the linebackers, and I will say this about Ty Montgomery. On the field a lot during the two-minute drill, which means they trust him since he's a veteran to be in the right place at the right time, make the right read, and make the right play as well. So I love the fact that he's got the versatility to be a running back, a receiver. Hell, even give you some special teams in return action as well. I've been on that one for a while, and I'm glad that's panning out. I think he's going to be a huge asset this year as well. Got a few others I want to get to. Quick thought. Uh, Wayno, I'm going to let you close the final hour. i got a minute till i got to flip the script and pay the bills. So uh, why don't you imbue <laughs> us with that signature Patriots positivity? Yeah, all right. Well, real quick, too, with uh, Dana White. I grew up with Dana White. He used to teach me and my brother boxing. And uh, he did get out of Salty for a reason because Whitey was shaking him down. dollars, and he bought the UFC, and now he's, you know, what I mean, he's doing, a, he's living a good life. So I'm glad Dana's doing that. I just want to let you guys know that because he's a Salty boy, he grew up in Salty.
All righty. Hey, a little little right. Southie intel from Wayno. There we go. There we go, Andy. All the right. mouthy of Southie. Everybody's Southie. being so negative on the Patriots. I got to bring a little bit of positivity here, okay? It hasn't. The, the season hasn't even started yet, and we're tearing them apart. You know what I mean? Let's get them into the season. Let's see. You know what I mean? The other guy last night on the radio, oh, they're going to go 0-4. Don, Dondado, whatever his name was this morning, saying they're going to go 0-4. I'm like, what? They're not going to go 0-4 coming out of the box. And remember, Mac is still – remember, when Josh Allen, for the first three years, he wasn't as great as everybody thought he was. Now he's great because it's been five years, and you know he knows the thing. you got to give Mac a little time. I think this year he's going to break out. I really do. I have that feeling that he's going to break out. He's going to go back to the RPOs where his money is, and that's how we're going to get out. You know what I mean? So – Everybody being negative, stop being negative, all right? The season hasn't even started yet, and you're all, oh, this guy, this guy. Just give them a chance, all right? If they go like, oh, and do, then I'll get on the negative downing, all right? But right now, we got football back. I'm happy. Let's go out there and win some games, and let's, you know what I mean, take care of our guys, because I'm always going to back my guys. You know that. Damn there right. We go. We're your we guys. know the mouth, the the mouthy of South, the mouth. What'd you call him? The, the mouthy of Southie. The mouthy of Southie. The nickname has been declared. Wayno, I was calling him the the heartbeat and pulse of positive Patriots Nation, but the mouthy of Southie with the intel on Dana White and a nice little message to wrap up that third hour. That's a good call, Wayno. Thank you very much, my man. We'll talk to you soon. Go Pats. Let's pay some bills. We'll come back. We're going to talk some Sox and Celtics on the other side. Hour number four, Fitzy and Hart coming at you. Don't go anywhere. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.